statements to the uh, police department um, and you've, you've spoken with, with me and my colleagues and you've spoken with the DA's office um, so we uh, think everybody appreciates that um, the, the first the first time you gave an interview was um, July the 9th of 2014 is that right okay and do you remember that day you spoke with detective Murphy okay and that was phone interview. Yes. Right. Okay. Then the next time you spoke to somebody was in person and Detective Murphy came down to Madison to the uh, police department down there and y'all had a chance to talk in person, right? Yes. All right. And uh, that would have been July the 17th, 2014. Yes. Not going to hold you to a specific date, but does that sound about right? Yes. All right. So that would have been roughly a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks later. Yes. All right. And do you remember who else was at that particular interview at the Madison Police Department? No one. It was just you and Detective Stoddard. Excuse me, you and Detective Murphy. Yes. Okay. Probably, gosh, probably a year after that. That'd be fair yes. to say. In Eatonton? Yes. Okay. And, um, and of course, you, you've had a chance to meet with the um, prosecutors as well. Yes. Okay. All right, so I want the uh, first thing that I want to talk about is uh, a statement that Mr. Boring uh, kind of went over real quickly. And what he said was, did, uh, did Ross tell you if it wasn't for Cooper, he would leave Leanna? Yes. Okay. 
Um, have you had a chance to actually listen to what you told the detective, though? Yes. All right. And you would agree that's not exactly not exactly what you said, is it? It's basically what I said. Okay. Well, you agreed that um, what Ross uh, indicated to you is that uh, he would leave Leanna, but but he had Cooper. Yes. And that he loved that baby more than anything. Yes. And what was expressed to you, what Ross Harris expressed to you was that he wouldn't do that to his little boy. He wouldn't do that to Cooper. Yes. He wouldn't end his marriage because he loved that little boy that much. Yes. And, I mean, it's fair to say that is in the entirety of the time that you and you and Ross were friends. Let me, let me clear that up. Y'all were very good friends, right? Yes. In fact, you, you referred to him regularly as your best friend. Yes. Okay. And is that, that's kind of how, how it felt? Yes. Okay. Because y'all chatted regularly. Not every day necessarily, but regularly, right? It was every day. Okay. And you talked on the phone a lot. Yes. Okay. And you talked about a lot of personal things. Yes. You talked about family. Yes. Um, and you had a lot of things going on in your life as well um, yes. that were um, difficult for you. Yes. Okay. Um, did you have a uh, you have a medical condition that um, was a topic of, of discussion for y'all, right? Yeah. Okay. And you've expressed that Ross was um, supportive. Yes. He offered um, encouragement at the time when you needed it. Is that fair to say? Okay. Um, and not to um, embarrass you or anything, but there were some emotional, um, you had a period where you had some emotional problems as well. Is that fair to say? Yes. Okay. Um, and you have expressed that Ross um, was kind of a best friend through, through through some of those times as well. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. Are you upset with me? No? Okay. <clears throat> you talked about um, you talked about the fact that um, uh, Ross indicated that they had um, uh, he and his wife argued about things. Yes. Um, and that was um, a topic that y'all talked about on occasion as well, correct? Yes. All right. And um, you recall that you, you've indicated that um, it was just kind of life stuff, just kind of yes. family stuff, like, um, like couples argue about, right? Yes. I believe you said that Ross would send you pictures of Cooper. Yes. Um, 
send you pictures of he and Cooper doing things together? Yes. Uh, like vacation? Once. Okay. Do you remember where that was from? They were at the beach. Beach? All right. And you got, did you get a picture where they were in the Braves game? Yes. Okay. Would these come to you by way of um, text messages? Yes. That's how, that's how you'll get photographs? Most of the time. Would some send email attachments or something? Mm, not, not so much, no. Primarily, if you got a, if you got a photo of Cooper, it was through a text. Yes. All right. Um, and Ross had conveyed to you that um, his wife had, uh, if not caught him cheating, certainly suspected it. Is that fair to say? She did catch him. She did catch him. And that's something that he talked to you about? Yes. And did he um, did he tell you don't don't send in don't send anything else on Facebook because I don't want him to see it? I never sent anything on Facebook. Okay. Did he tell you that he was gonna have to sort of change his um, change his ways a little bit because his wife was upset with him? Not that I remember. Don't remember? Okay. Um you were uh, you were specifically asking if Ross had ever suggested to you in any way that Cooper was holding him back, um, and he never did that, did he? Not that I can recall. Okay. And you were specifically asked, what what uh, did Ross ever ask you uh, talk about? What his life would be without Cooper? Your Honor, I'm just going to object just to asking to clarify. Asked by who? We talked about a lot of different conversations. Okay, that's fair. Detective Murphy specifically asked you that, didn't he? Can you repeat the question? Yes, sir. Um, you, were, you were asked by Detective Murphy if, if Ross had ever said anything to you about what his life would be like without Cooper. Not that I can remember now. Okay, you don't remember. Well, then I'll ask you directly. Um, Ross never said anything like that to you, did he? I meant that to my answer. Sorry. I didn't understand the question, but yes, that oh, was okay. my answer. Yeah, oh, I got you. You don't ever recall Ross saying anything like that? No. Now, I want to, um, we've got a lot of, we've got a lot of chats. Um, did you have a chance to look through all this? Yes. You did? Okay. And, um, I mean, it's fair to say a lot of it is kind of, um, Sort of mundane chit chat, really. Yes. Right. And of course, and there's a lot of discussion about your uh, your boyfriend. Yes. Right. So Mr. Boring asked you a few things about um, time period that I want to go back to, which is the end of May or June, 2014. Yeah. And if yours is paginated the same as mine, Janie, I think it would be around 44 is what I want to start taking a look at. What day is it? 
Yeah, so it would be start at May the 28th. <coughs> So um, if you look at the bottom, let's just make sure you and I are on the same page, because I can't copy everything. Yes. All right. So let's start up a couple of lines up from there. At 925 in the morning, you see where you say, call me when you see this? Yes. Would it be okay with you if we just kind of read that together? You'll just read, you'll read where it says Jamie May, darling, and I'll read uh, where it says Bama XH. Would that be okay? Okay. All right, so start with call me when you see this. Call me when you see this, okay. All right, and then at 9.26, Ross says, what's wrong? And you respond. A lot, but you never called, so. Right. And then at... We're still on May the 28th at 10.13. Ross says, honey, you drop me and don't talk to me for weeks at a time. And he says, then, I can't drop everything at work and call you. And if we'll go on to the next page. Up at the, up at the top, your response is what? You used to. You used to. And then he says, well, Jamie, you gave up on me without explanation, so I moved on. It hurt. And then at 10.24, which is your response? You moved on. What does that even mean? What now? You're done with me. Okay. And at 10.24, his response is, no, I'm not done with you, but I accepted that you didn't want to talk to me. And your response is? Okay, I'll just go. Sorry, I even bothered. Jamie, don't do that. You just disappeared and wouldn't respond to my texts. And you say, Sorry. And then, uh, if you look at, that would be now 11.02, maybe 28. Ross says, did y'all have a fight? And how do you respond to that? Not exactly. Keep reading. We're just so different. Don't feel like me anymore. I want to be loved on every chance I get. I want to feel wanted, and he doesn't do that. I keep a lot of things to myself, and I've never held my tongue until now. I've always, I'm always so afraid to make him mad or something. Something of that matter that I hardly ever talk like I want. It's now 12:19, same day. We just got a puppy, but he's so hypocritical about it. Mm -hmm. One minute it's ours, the next it's mine, because I wanted it, then it's his. Because? It's his house. All right. 12.25. I just never feel good, ever. Feel good enough, ever. All right. And then you say? And now that we do have the puppy, I feel like I'm stuck. And so just to make just to make it real clear, because I think we may have gone over part of this previously, starting back up in the middle of the page. When Ross says at eleven oh two, did y'all have a fight? 
when you, you go through that discussion, uh, you're talking about your boyfriend at that time, right? Yes. And you're conveying to him, and this is oh, almost three weeks before Cooper died, you're, you're conveying to him that um, you're not feeling good about yourself at that time, you and your boyfriend are not communicating, and now y'all got this spot. Is that sort of the gist of what y'all are talking about here? Yes. Or what you're conveying to him? Is that fair? Yes. And so then he says, at 12.26, he says, you're never stuck, honey. You, you can always leave at any time. Right? And then at 12.28, how do you respond? No, I fought so hard for the puppy. If I left, I'm scared he would kill it or something. What did you say? Please just call soon. Right, please just call soon. So you, um, Ross, had suggested things maybe aren't quite as bad as you think they are. You're not stuck. You can always leave. And then you convey that you're worried that your boyfriend might kill the puppy. Fair to say? All right. <coughs> and then he says, uh, I will pay. Just let me get back from lunch. And you, at uh, 143, you say, okay. At next day at 10.15 in the morning, you say Ross, question mark? It's 10.15 at night. Sorry. You've got younger eyes looking at that than I do. 10.15 at night, you say Ross, and then you say, hey. And then he finally responds. A few minutes later, says, hey, Janie. You say, hi. He says, what's up, babe? Right, and if you'll pick it up there at 10.39. We're now on May the 29th. I don't even know why I text you. Never mind. And he says, why? I'm right here. And you say? Because you honestly don't care anymore. You don't leave your phone on. You don't care. And he says, I do care. I care a lot. I really care about you. But I'm afraid you're going to leave again or I'm going to F up you and Austin. And this is now at 1041 in the evening, and this is May the 29th. Um, so at that point in time, you you, uh, you and Austin are still together. Yes. Right. And um, then you said, yeah. Uh, and then you tell Ross, he officially owes me a grand. See that? All right, this is all the same conversation the night of the 29th. And Ross says, a grand? Why? Hey. You say, what? Why does he owe you a grand? When I say a grand, it's actually um, written there as a dollar sign and then one zero, three zeros, right? Yes. Okay. And then you make a reference to uh, drugs, um, and I'm assuming you meant that your, your boyfriend was having some problems with drugs? Yes. <clears throat> and he said, Jane, that is insane. Get your money back and leave, or just cut your losses and leave. That is bad, Jay. All right, now we're on the, to the 30th. May the 30th, 1236. And um, you say, me, call, call me. I'm assuming you meant me. Call me when you can. He says, okay, babe. And question mark. See that? Then on May the 30th at 1242, um, 
Could you send you a picture? Yes. Can I see the original file? This is May the 30th. I'm sorry, May the 30th. And what did I say? 136, you say still waiting. Is that because he hadn't called you back? I guess, I don't remember. Okay. Then on June the 2nd, he texted you morning, early in the morning, uh, nine minutes after six. And then we get those signals. Um, well, actually, there's no messaging at all for about a week. You see that? Yes. All right, and that brings us up to June the 9th. And you agreed that on June the 9th and June the 11th, it looks like uh, there's a, uh, a system um, message. It says your phone has been disconnected. Yes. Is that right? And then he says on June the 11th, again, he says hi. And on the 13th, you respond back, hey. See that? So there's not a whole lot of, after he didn't call you back from lunch, there's not a whole lot of talking from May the 30th until June the 13th when you say, hey. All right, so what's going down? June the 13th, he says, hey, babe. You say, what's up? He says, busy as this at work. You say, have fun. He's like, eh. What's news with you? This is uh, 2.38 in the afternoon. Ross says, what's news with you? You say, I'm working until Sunday, staying here at my boss. And, um, were you doing some sort of in-home in uh, care, like a caregiver at that point? Is that the work you were doing? Yeah. Okay. Continue here. <coughs> All right. And then uh, June the 13th, 246, Ross puts dollar sign, dollar sign. Meaning, hey, you got to make your money, right? Yes. And you say, mm-hmm. It's nice to finally have money. And then uh, we're now at the 13th of 249. And what is it you, you ask Ross then? You hate me now. You hate me now, question mark. And he says, babe, not at all. Just miss you. You say, yeah. He says, did you even miss me? And you said, what did you say at 250? 254 in the afternoon on the 13th. If you ever turned your phone on, you would know I did. Mm -hmm. What does he ask then? How's Austin? How's Austin? Okay. So this is on June the 13th. He's asking how Austin is. So you would agree that um, certainly if y'all been talking on the phone, uh, you probably would know if you and Austin were still together, right? Is that fair to say? And uh, so what do you then tell Ross at 2.56 on June the 13th? He keeps telling me I'm going to fall back in love with him. Mm -hmm. And Ross says, are y'all still together? And you say? I guess. 
Ross says, you're still living with him? Question mark. And this is all the same conversation on June 13th. What do you say to that? Well, when I do something that makes me happy or something bad happens, I don't want to call him. I don't want to tell him because all I feel like is a burden. And yes, mostly. And then he says, uh, this is 259 on the 13th. He says, what grade did my paper get? He's talking about there. Can you help me write a paper? If you write a paper. You taking, um, taking a class. Uh, where were you in school? Objection relevance. This is actually part of the record. He's talking about, this is their evidence they put it in. Where she was in school at is not relevant to the text. say 100 probably. Is that right? Yes. Okay. He says, LOL, I better have. You say, mm-hmm. And then now we're on the 13th at 313, three, excuse me, 312 in the afternoon. He says, rain, WTF. You say, mm-hmm. He says, you still taking summer classes? You say, F, no. No. You say, just, he says, just working? If you could call me, that, that'd be great. Please. Ross, question mark. Okay. We're now on June the 13th at 6.39 in the afternoon. He says, I can't in a bit. I'm leaving the house at 7.45. I'm doing the moonlight ride tonight. You see that? And then what do you respond to him at 6.40? And he tells you it's a midnight bike ride downtown. This is June 13th. And you say, oh, okay. All right. And now we're at June 13th at 11.56 p.m. And what do you text him? Still haven't called. And he says, I called on my way and it went straight to VM. Did you take that new voicemail? Yes. Okay. Now it's after midnight uh, in the early morning hours of June 14th, and you say what? Okay. Hmm? Okay. Yeah, right before that line. That's not that night. That's 3.30 in the afternoon. The other one's 3.30 in the Three, morning. Uh, on the 14th, June the 14th at 3.30 p.m. I said you could have tried harder. Okay, you could have tried harder. And you said, hey. And now he responds back on the 15th in the morning, early morning it looks like. Hey, doll, sorry I was out with friends. And you say, yeah. And he says, why are you awake or you aren't? Night, babe. And that next morning at, uh, looks like 12.05, he says, hi. You say, hey. He says, what's up, babe? You say, folding clothes, you. He says, lunch. You say, fun. He says, I'm full. He says, mm-hmm. Now we're to the afternoon of the 15th, and he says, AC is out at my house. And he uses an expletive there. And you said, a picture. And you said, pigtails and AC. He says, no fair. No exclamation point. And he sends you a picture of him in like shorts, 
and he says, no pants dying. That's June the 15th. And you say, excuse me, he says on the 17th, he says, well, you're gone again. That makes me sad. And then on the morning of the 18th, about 5.46 in the morning, he sends you one line just says, morning. Right? Yes. So what we've gone over there is basically the, um, the extent of the messaging that y'all had from May the 28th until the 18th, right? And Ross had told you previously on the phone that his marriage had been getting better the last couple of months. I couldn't tell you that wholeheartedly. Do you remember telling the police that? Not right off the bat. Okay. No. Do you think maybe if overnight tonight we had you listen to your interview with the police, that might help you remember if you said it or not? You don't know if it might help you remember? Okay. It sounds like what we listened to there from the 28th until the um, June the 18th sounds like y'all were kind of on the outs there, doesn't it? Very quick. Ross didn't know if you were still dating Austin. Ross didn't know if you were still living with him. We didn't know about any of those things, right? According to what we just read? Just your text, yes. That doesn't mean you didn't call every day. Okay. Well, I mean, we've just read through there. Um, are you now saying that he was calling every single day during that three-week period? I can't tell you every day now. You've indicated that Ross talked about Cooper all the time, right? Yes. Right. Uh, and you certainly agree that uh, he worried about Cooper when he was sick. Yes. And you bragged on him. Yes. Talk about how great he was. <clears throat> and you've indicated that Ross wanted to, um, do you remember sharing with everybody that there was a video from my, um, the, the little Halloween uh, carnival at the daycare? Yes. And Ross sent you a copy of that? Yes. And you indicated that Ross wanted to be with Cooper for everything that he did. Yes. You indicated that Cooper was his life. Fair to say? Mr. Boyne brought to your attention uh, something about um, Cooper having a particularly bad poop, apparently, uh, that was mes mentioned in this messaging. Um, and um, other than complaining about having a poop, um, you never heard Ross say anything bad about Cooper ever, have you? 
mean, he might have gotten mad about having to stay home with him, but I mean, it was never like a like an angry. It was more just like an irritated. Give me just one second, Judge. Ask you if you can identify what's been marked for identification purposes of states 416 and 417. 416 being a smaller picture of it, 417 being a kind of a larger picture of it. Uh, do you recognize uh, these? Yes. Okay, and what are those and where did you get them from? Um, there are messages between Ross and I. Um, they were recovered off of my old phone when I had to back it up to my computer and I found them on my are these kind of from that same uh, group of stuff that you found, including the pictures um, that we talked about previously? Yes, for the most part, but these were saved under different type of files. So, so that's something basically you'd screenshot of those texts between you and the defendant? Yes. Okay. And 
can, without knowing what the context of it can, can somebody, could they, the jurors actually read that, or would it be very, very difficult to try to make out what it's saying? It would probably be kind of difficult. Do you know, and have you gone through and looked at it, and can you tell the jury what that actually says, knowing the context and knowing what you had said back then? Yes. Uh, you're on out of the states into the 416 and 417. That, those copies have not been marked on, and this is based on her knowing what that says from the context of her experience and her memory of what they said back then. September of 2013, just for context. We're not saying this is anything in May or anything like that, but it would have been sometime before September 2013. Um, when I hooked up my phone to the computer, it actually changed all of the dates to September 25th, I think it was, which is when I backed it up. Mm -hmm. So it had to have been before then. Okay. And having gone through it, we tell the jury what the text message that you had received and screenshotted back. Well, first of all, did you screenshot text back then from time to time? Yes. Send to your friends and things like that? Not really send to my friends, just keep. Okay. And, okay, you can explain to the jury what the conversation was. Um, you, you, want me to, like, you want me to read it? Yes. Okay. Um, so I don't know what the first one says for me, but afterwards from him it says, it just made me realize how unhappy I can be sometimes. If he wasn't in the picture, I would have probably left her, I probably would have left L by now. And I said, left L, that's Leanna. And he said, yes. And I said, oh. And then I said, but that isn't a reason to stay with someone, Ross. And then he said, and then I started thinking about how much I actually like you. I know, but it's hard, Jamie. Now, Janie, you were asked some questions about uh, well, some of those messages. Admittedly, you, you would get a bit testy with the defendant when he wouldn't automatically respond to your messages and your phone calls. Would, yes. that, be, would that be fair? Yes. Okay. Now, when you wouldn't, you're, you're asking if he wouldn't pick up immediately. Even though he wouldn't pick up immediately, would he eventually call you back sometimes? Yes. Okay. All the time. Um, um, <coughs> When you would talk on the phone sometimes in addition to these messages back and forth, uh, were there times where the defendant, when he'd get emotional talking about you and your relationship? Yes. And did this continue on in the months leading up until June of 2014? Yes. Um, I know you said you called him on his, uh, you would talk on his work phone, correct? Yes. Okay. And you, you, you called him numerous times, and that's reflected in the chat, too, that you're trying to call him on that phone and things of that nature, right? Yes. Okay. So if you'd call that phone numerous times, uh, there, there should be, if there's a call log of it, more than two phone calls between you two, right? Yes. Okay. And if there's not, obviously, 
things have been removed or deleted or not on that phone anymore, right? Yes. All for speculation. This time. Um, all right. And you texted him. You talked, Mr. Kilgore actually asked you questions about you having texted him on his work phone and things like that, correct? Yes. And so those would still be on the phone unless something else happened, correct? Yes. Um, the defendant, I know he told you a lot, at least especially early on, about Cooper and how he loved him and things like that. Um, did he Did he tell you when you were in this relationship uh, that you were the only one? Yes. Did he tell you there were no other girls? Um, did he tell you during this, this relationship that this was real for him? If it was what? Real for him? I'm going to get questions. I'll rephrase this one, Judge. I think that's fair. With his conversations with you, did he, did he express to you that this was just some fantasy thing or that he truly, truly felt the way he was telling you? How did he tell you he felt? He told me he loved me every day. And Mr. Kilgore asked you about um, the fact that you were, uh, I think he used the term best friends, right? Yes. How old were y'all when you met? I was 18. And he's helping you with papers and things like that? Yes. He gave you boyfriend advice? Yes. How old was he? His 30s. Did he have a wife? Did he have a kid? Yes. But he loved you and y'all were best friends? Yes. Okay, y'all didn't have any plans to be together, did you? I mean, he talked about it. Um, you never told the Cobb uh, County Police Department or me or anybody from the district attorney's office that y'all had plans to be together, did you? It's not like we formed a plan and planned it out now, but I mean, he talked about it. When's the first time you told somebody that? That he had that he talked about plans for y'all to be together? Is it today, right then? I guess. Okay. Well the fact is you're really upset with Ross because you found out that you weren't the only um, woman that he was texting with, isn't that true? Doesn't change what I'm saying now. Okay. What's been marked as defense at 71? You know what that is, don't you? Yes. Okay. Is that a letter that you uh, prepared for Ross and asked me to give to him? Yes. Okay. 
and you handed me to that, you handed that to me or emailed it to me sometime after he was arrested? Yes. Okay. I'm going to move 71. No objection. Okay. And in this letter, you very clearly uh, tell Ross that you know from a very close stance how much you adored Cooper. Isn't that true? And that's because in the entire time that you knew him, during these um, long conversations over a long period of time that you're talking about, that is the only thing that he expressed regarding Cooper is how much he loved him and adored him and cared for him. Isn't that true? I don't know how to answer that for every single conversation we ever had about Cooper. Ross got mad about Cooper, but it was never him being angry at him per se. It was more him being irritated for something happening. Okay. But I can't tell you it was always happy and fun and giggles and sunshine. You never told the police that, did you? About everything being sunshine and you giggles. You angry with Cooper? Angry about no, Cooper? nobody asked. You had two meetings with detectives. You had a meeting with the defense lawyers. You had a meeting with the district attorney's office, and nobody asked that question? They never asked me if Ross ever got angry or anything else like that at Cooper. Nobody asked you that? Not that That's I your recall. testimony? Not that I can recall right at this very second. You're upset with him, aren't you? No. What happened is terrible, but I don't... I'm just answering how, like, as truthfully as possible.
Please be seated.